Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. It's Troy Dooley, the host of the Beachside CEO. We are back from a run over the last, what was it, eight or nine days. Took us from Texas uh, all along the East Coast. We went into Atlanta, spent some really fun time last week with my daughter, celebrating her 18th birthday. Finished up this last weekend on Tybee Island over off of the outer banks of Georgia around Savannah. I don't know if y'all have ever been to Savannah, but it is so drop-dead gorgeous. The history that's there, and Tybee Island's been around since the 1700s, just full of pirate stories and, and just a fun, fun time. We were blessed to to get a wonderful deal on a condo over there for a couple days, just chilled out and relaxed. And now we are back this week cranking it out. We will not have a show tomorrow. I have to uh, be in court. I've got a court date i got to take care of, but we will be on the rest of this week, and then I am back out on the road next week, I think Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, cranking it out, taking care of business all across the United States. We'll be out west next week having fun, but things are going good. The Home Business Radio Network, we are broadcasting live there daily, mornings and afternoon, and yours truly is the news director over there, so we are doing some wild things. We're in Dr. Henry Cloud's book, The Law of Happiness, How Spiritual Wisdom and Modern Science Can Change Your Life. And you know, over the last few months, we've been digging into nuts and bolts and stuff like that, but so many times, we don't get it. You know, we're running around here pretending to be happy. I guess what hit home is why I was on the road, I saw the tragedy up in Colorado, and just amazes me to see what devastation can take place. How, how no matter what level of society we were on, here is a, a purported top uh, student, you know, in, in chemistry and in psychology and all that good stuff, and yet freaks out and takes a boatload of people to their graves. Not a very happy thought, huh? Say, gosh, Troy, we're we're supposed to be talking about happiness. I fully agree. Which is what brings us to one big issue. Goals. Your objectives. What are they? You know, are you just going through life in a mundane attitude, or are you pursuing some goals? Happy people pursue goals. Dr. Cloud starts this off with a beautiful story of him and his daughter. He says, I'll never forget her face that Friday, but to get to that, we have to go back to the Sunday night before. I had just begun a weekly practice on Sunday nights with all my daughters, who were six and eight at the time. He had two. And I set them down, and I asked them for their stretch goals for the week. In other words, what are we going to do in the coming week that would stretch us past where they had been before to to be better and to improve in some way? This particular night was interesting because I was leaving town for a week and would not return until Friday. So I told them I would like to look forward to seeing how they did when I was gone. When I asked them what they wanted to accomplish that week, my little one Lucy said, Daddy, I'm going to read ten books this week while you're gone. Lucy, no, I said. The goal needs to be realistic. You're not going to read ten books, so pick a goal that will you'll actually do. How about five? Now, to totally understand this, you have to know that she was at the beginning stages of reading, and it's a struggle, and she was often unplugged. So, 
it just got too hard. I saw five was an improbable goal at best, and ten totally out of the question. No, Daddy, I'm going to read ten, she persisted. Lucy, no, just do five so you can really get it. It will be fun, I pushed. Daddy, no, she pushed back. I'm going to read ten. <coughs> okay, great. Swallowing my angst that her failure would disappoint her and perhaps crush her goal orientation for life. It's funny how dads can be that way. He says, one of the problems of being a psychologist parent is that you tend to project too much into the future. One misdeed on their part, and I tend to see the person in their 20s, so I relented. I can't wait to see this, I said, encouraging, sort of. I went on my trip, on fri- and on Friday when I walked through the door, Lucy's sister, Olivia, ran up screaming, Dad, Lucy has something to tell you. What is it? I was wondering what was wrong. Lucy came storming in with a big smile. Daddy, I read 14 books. She was beaming and could hardly contain herself. What? 14? Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. This is awesome. From there, we had a big celebration. It was a real breakthrough for her. Now, a year later, she's thriving in her reading and enjoying it immensely. Not just because of that incident, certainly, as there have been other work to do, but it definitely was a turning point and something that we can all learn from, something that research proves over and over. Now write this down. This is important. Setting and reaching goals are good for us. Now, you guys know I I love reading the Bible. There's so much good just wisdom in here, and this is a verse from, from the Bible. It says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is the tree of life. Here we have little Lucy, passionate to stretch beyond even her imagination and her professional dad's opinion way too far out there. And she not only reads 10, but reads 14 books. See, it's interesting because when we set goals and put legs on our desires, and then we reach them. Doesn't it make our heart feel good? I mean, think about that. You get excited. I know this week watching Tessa's little excitement. Here she is turning 18 and she just wanted a pair of boots, wanted to just relax and enjoy. And that's what we did. It was fun for her. But yet when you walk through life listless, striving for other people's goals and not your own, you can feel lost. Sadly, going back to the story at the first, I don't know if, if this college student was fulfilling their mom and dad's goals for their life. I know his dad is a, is a top rocks mathematician who created algorithms that is going to help bring down some banks in Great Britain and maybe the United States for fraud. But as I look through this, I wonder how many kids are trying to fulfill their mom and dad's fantasies of what their life should have been. You can't go through life that way. I've always wanted the best for my children, all of them, all my boys, all my girls. But I know they have to fulfill their walk in life. I can't do that for them as much as I would like to sometimes. See, to be happy, truly happy and content inside, you've got to be reaching for your goal, your objective, your desires. 
this has been a wonderful year for my family because we're all getting to fulfill some of our desires. I get to be helping people across the world reach their dreams and goals of being in a home-based business. My family gets to travel with me on so many of these trips, enjoying the life and sharing the experience as I go places. One of the happy researchers, Sonia Yobrowski, I think is how you say it, stated this, people who strive for something personally significant, whether it's learning a new craft, changing careers, or raising moral children, are far happier than those who don't have strong dreams or aspirations. I think of the President of the United States, not somebody that I voted for, not somebody whose ideology I even agree with, but someone without a doubt who had a passion and a dream and he's fulfilled it. I look at presidential hopeful Romney, and once again I see another man who, from the parents of, or the, the son of an immigrant, has risen himself up to become somebody who who had these dreams and aspirations first to succeed in business and now to become the president of the United States. I see the passion he has for his family and his kids. And you know what? I don't necessarily agree with all his ideology. But you've got to look at people in 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 power, people in positions. In this case we'll we'll look at at the politics. And we see that to some degree, they're fulfilling their goals. The question is, can we do that? Are we willing to do that? It turns out that the process of working towards a goal, participating in a valued and challenging activity is as important to well-being as it is attainment. There's a reason that, that men and women continue to join the military over and over and over and over because they have a true passion and excitement of the challenges of reaching new objectives constantly. Dr. Cloud says, I found out later Lucy was passionate all week long while I was away. She was getting up early to read, then structuring her time in the evening to get another book finished. She was on a mission, motivated and fulfilled along the way. It was not just about Friday. She was on fire all week long. This is why it's so important that you set goals in your business. Maybe it's a 90-day challenge. We, we see that out there all the time. Jim Gilhouse just joined Vaisalis, and they're known for the 90-day challenge. Maybe it's that 7- or 10-day challenge, which my good friend Richard Brooke over at 2110 has created for his team with Life Shots, which I just happen to be drinking right now. Maybe it's like my good friends over at Longevity, Tom Chenault, and and what he's got going on called 90 for life, getting those 90 and, uh, essential nutrients and minerals in your body on a daily basis. Whatever the case is, are you shooting for a goal to change your life? Because if you're not, then you're going to have issues. I mean, this, this really, it really sucks when you think about it because... Too many times we try to go through life, we have our challenges. I'm gonna matter of fact now that I mentioned it, I'm gonna take another drink of my morning go go juice here. But we, we, we think about life kind of in an instant gratification world. And I think 
sometimes this is what the problem is. Instead of looking for a challenge, instead of setting goals, we're looking for an easy conquest, an easy fix. This last week I was at Zeke Rewards up at the Rex Venture Group talking. And as I, I talked to hundreds of people this week, something that stood out in my mind was that so many people out there are looking for instant gratification, an instant fix that doesn't exist. Money's not going to change anybody's future. Changing people's lives is what does that. After talking to hundreds of people, I had the opportunity to be in the green room and just sit down with Paul Burks and talk with him. And he said, Troy, it's not about the money that excites me. It's when I see people share with me their stories. He goes, I know we've touched people's lives at the smallest level. He goes, I know there's people that make good money, but he goes, at the end of the day, when Miss Susan and I are sitting around drinking coffee, sipping sweet tea, we think back of all the hard years that we've put in and and realize, you know, we're still doing what's right at changing people's lives. I had the opportunity to meet a young couple from Canada. The lady was legally blind, has been legally blind all her life, never seen the stars, never been able to make out really the faces of people. And she said, Troy, I've been at Zeke Rewards for a while now, and I've earned enough money to get specialized treatment, and now I can see the stars at night. I don't know about you, but... It sure was exciting for her husband. She could see him now. She could look into his eyes and say, I love you, not just by feeling his body, but actually seeing it. See, this is the exciting times in life. I was at Vitel Solutions last week, seeing people for the first time say, Troy, I finally found a business where I'm, I'm making a few bucks a month, and I can see at the end of the year I'm, I'm actually going to be able to have a, a pretty decent part-time income of, of about $1,000, $2,000. I, I talked to Brandon Ivey, who had just retired himself from corporate America and was going full-time, first time in the history of his network marketing career. He was finally able to do that. I tell you, it's amazing to me to hear the stories across network marketing And it's because people have set their goals. They know what they want to do. They're not not caring so much about what other people say. They found vehicles from health and nutrition to to services to, to advertising. And they said, we finally found something. Finally got something that's making a big difference for us. And it brings me back to something that Dr. Cloud wrote. I thought this was so profound, so good, because we don't don't see this all the time. He says, life is a marathon, but what we know about goals tells us both the sprints and the long-term goals and the the sprint and short-term goals and the marathon of life spent pursuing longer-term goals and their purposes contribute to satisfaction and well-being. To me, that just rocks. See, 
What we have to do is learn how to create the right goals. Intrinsic goals are the ones we follow and compete that add meaning to our lives. See, this is important because if we can if we can do this right, we can change our lives. I want you to write down how to choose the right goals. You want to put goals together that fit your strengths and your gifts. See, this is this is pretty powerful here that people don't think of. See, when you're chasing somebody else's dreams and goals, then you don't have time to really focus on what you have. See, the, the odds of me putting down a goal that says, I'm going to be the greatest basketball player in history, I'm going to be on the Olympics, that ain't going to happen. It, it just won't. I was the best Marine and bounty hunter because those were dreams and goals that I wanted to establish. See, the Bible is very clear. Make sure we're living the path that fits us. Not the path that fits somebody else, but the path that fits us. Second thing you've got to do is you've got to break your goals down into doable chunks. See, each day when I do a radio show, I'm breaking it down into chapters. I'm not worried about reading the whole book at once. Now, sometimes I've already read the book two or three times. But I'm doing it a chapter at a time so that we can build up so at the end of the series... You should have a notebook full of what you need to do and how you need to do it. And all of a sudden you realize all these little weekly milestones that I've done, these daily stepping stones have created you a direction that you're going. Here's another one that people don't realize. Your goals cannot conflict with each other. So you've got to be able to decipher your goals and make sure that they build on each other, not compete. You can't say... I want to be a Casanova and then say, I want to be in a monogamous relationship. Those two just contrast, and and you know what I'm talking about. Now, if you want to be the best husband, father, mother, lover, wife, best friend, then that works. So your goals have to be congruent. Next, you've got to add some structure and support to your goals constantly are getting better and better. See, if you don't do that, then there's nothing, I mean, nothing there. See, if you join a weight loss, for example, to get your goals and structured, get focused, get a personal trainer, but then you're going out and eating great French cuisine each and every night and you're not limiting yourself, it isn't going to work. Maybe you need an accountability partner. The book of Ecclesiastes King Solomon of the ancient Hebrews wrote this. Two are better than one because they have good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But who can keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. There's always more power in the multiples. So connected people do better in all aspects of their life, but especially in reaching their goals. One of the greatest heavyweight martial arts, mixed martial arts guy is a man named Cisco, a man known as the Motivator. Great gym down here with us in, in Florida, and I'm looking at joining 
so that I can get back into shape. He's a little older than I am, just competed in the seniors mixed martial and took over, became the stud, the number one. And I'm excited about that because I can use some help. See, my girls are going to be getting married soon, and I want to make sure I'm back in the same shape I was in the Marine Corps. My wife deserves to have the best fit-looking husband, especially with her traveling with me, and she's around all these young hotties. I don't, I don't want to look like some fat old doughboy. So I'm pushing. I'm getting an accountability partner. Connected people do better in all aspects of their life, especially in setting and reaching goals. Such a huge deal. That's why you hear people all the time say, let's do three-way calls. Let's have accountability parties. Let's have a super Saturday and come together. Let's make this thing happen. There's another way that you can reach your goals. You've got to find goals that are consistent with your values and the structure of your life, the ones that give your life purpose and meaning. If you haven't read the book Purpose Driven Life, Rick Warren, I'd suggest that you get it. It's powerful. See, we've all been created for a purpose. It doesn't matter to me if you believe in Jesus Christ like I do or, or if you're a Buddhist or a Hindu or Muslim. It doesn't matter. We've all been created for a purpose. Every spiritual faith and discipline I know of talks about a purpose in life. You need to be fulfilling your purpose with your goals. You've got to be able to choose goals that call for you to love the work itself. You've got to be involved with it. This is one of my, my pet peeves over here at the, at the penny auction companies. Not just, not just the big Z, but all of them. They, they create this, this entitlement, mind, entitlement mindset that tells people you don't have to do anything but place an ad. Now, I understand exact method marketing, But here's the kicker. To gain anything of value in life, you have to work for it. You have to set goals. You have to plan. Every person I've ever interviewed in business makes money because they are constantly out there building something, taking action steps, Fulfilling something. I put a blog post up, freaked some people out. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to work. Hey, you bet your bottom dollar you gotta work a little bit to make some money. You can work smart, you don't have to work dumb. You can work with your brain, not with your hands. But you're gonna daggum work if you're gonna make any money. Here's something else I want you to think of. At the end of the day, What would you consider a good day? A good day in writing, a good day in network marketing, a good day in building your business, a good day in advertising. What is? You need to write this down. How do you know if you're succeeding if you don't have a word picture, if you haven't created what your perfect day is going to look like so you know what you're striving towards? Don't ever expect to have the perfect day. My wife and I is going to take some time away. We're going to go and relax and just enjoy life. Celebrate our 25th, write down goals for our next 25th. See, we have constantly living with goals. We have pictures of everything that we want in life. See, that's what it's about. 
See, when you when you structure yourself, the sky's the limit on where you can go. See, you got to make your goals specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely. In other words, you've got to have smart goals. I just gave it to you. Let's do it again. See, a smart goal, the S is specific. The M is measurable. The A is attainable. The R is realistic. And the T is timely. If you don't have those as goals, then you don't really have goals. You're just daydreaming. Just out there chilling. You're like Huck Finn and and Tom Sawyer cruising down the river. You've got to create your goals, large, small. they got to engage your talents, your abilities. they got to create the tomorrow that you envision. Because if they don't, you won't make it. Now, I'm not a big fan on using the word goals. I think it's overused and under-understood. But it, but it works with what Dr. Cloud's saying. See, I, I focus on objectives, the mission, because I'm military. My good friend Greg Caldwell and I talk about this all the time. See, when you have your mission out there in front of you, you've got your objectives and your goals, sky's the limit. You can kick butt and take names, and there's not a problem. You jam it out, you make it happen, and everything comes together. It's when you don't do anything at all that all of a sudden life really sucks because you get lost. The people around you are lost. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows what's happening. And that's not what you want. Start setting goals today, folks. It's what will make a difference in your life. Hey, on Wednesday, we're going to be happy people fully engaged. Hey, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Hey, go listen to us over at the Home Business Radio Network. You can hear us twice a day, plus some 25 or 30 other phenomenal hosts, along with some of the greatest music that you've ever had. You can download it on your iTunes, download it over there on your Android, and listen to it no matter where you're at or what you're doing. Live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. And if you're in a home-based business, you better act like it. Until Wednesday. Bye now.